Hi, my name is Dr. Mark Allen Derry, and I'm an infectious diseases specialist in New Orleans. Hi, my name is Doc Griggs, and I'm a community medicine doctor and health literacy expert. This is the Noise Filter Podcast, where an infectious diseases physician, that's me, and a health literacy and communications expert, that's me, talk about what you need to know about COVID-19. You can find more information about this show and our other daily live updates and Q&A show at noisefiltershow.com. So let's get started. National Nurses Week begins each year on May 6th and ends on May 12th, Florence Nightingale's birthday. The nursing profession has been supported and promoted by the American Nurses Association, the ANA, since 1896. Nurse Julia, what is the theme for this year's Nurses Week? So the American Nurse Association Enterprise joins the World Health Organization and global colleagues in extending the year of the nurse into 2021. This recognition built on the increased visibility of nurses' contributions from 2020 and ANA's expansion of National Nurses Week to Nurses Month in May. So in light of this national holiday, this week on COVID Noise Filter, we'll be honoring nurses all week long. How to Celebrate Nurses Week Every year, One Week in May is dedicated to celebrating and appreciating the work that our nurses do. This past year with the pandemic, nurses have gone above and beyond expectations. So how can we properly make this celebration memorable? Well, the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has some tips to help out on this special week. The first suggestion is ask a nurse. One nurse said she's received many thoughtful as well as many not-so-thoughtful gifts. <laughs> For all the managers out there, something she would appreciate is a real catered lunch and not a pizza party or an extra shift of paid time off. Or perhaps prepare a variety of swag items that nurses could choose from. One really memorable gift idea is the gift of college. These are gift cards that can help relieve some student loan debt or those who need money to advance their own education. Providing financial wellness will also help with their physical and emotional wellness. Other thoughtful gifts include personalized gift boxes. A company called Box of Zeal has two boxes specifically designed for nurses that include mugs, chocolate, tea, and stationery. You can also build your own box. Lastly, an inexpensive way to treat a nurse this week is through recognition, acknowledge, and encouragement. Burnout has been exacerbated this past year, and kind words really can help. That's right. Everything we just mentioned were things that someone else could do for a nurse. But nurses, there are things that you can do for yourself. So treat yourself. There are various companies giving out free stuff during Nurses Week. And if you're feeling a cinnamon roll, find a Cinnabon location. Craving a donut? Dunkin' Donuts and Krispy Kremes have your back. Wanting a burrito bowl? Head over to Chipotle. BP gas stations have even been seen discounting their prices. There are many other companies giving out freebies and discounts as well. Happy Nurses Week. You deserve it. We love you and thank you for all the great work that you do. Hey, I didn't even know about some of those. <laughs> I'm like, Chipotle, <laughs> yes, and Krispy Kreme, but BP, watch out. I'm on my way. <laughs> Seriously. Absolutely. Traveling nurses see worst of the pandemic. Travel nurses typically seek out the field for its flexibility. Traveling nurses take contracts in places like the Virgin Islands, 
and are able to spend their time as they please between contracts. They make up a small portion of the United States nursing population, but the positions have been thrust into the spotlight due to the pandemic as traveling nurses find themselves going to understaffed hospitals. Nurse Julie, I can't wait to hear some of your commentary about this. I will almost <laughs> feel weird even speaking on behalf of this, but I will, knowing uh, that we'll have a good conversation here. Now, as hospitals become overwhelmed due to COVID, the demand for traveling nurses have soared. Before the pandemic, there were about 9,000 available positions. Now, at the height of things open, traveling nursing positions spiked to 30,000. And in some cases, hospitals were offering two to three times more the usual salary. Because of the nature of this new work for traveling nurses, they've seen the worst of the pandemic. According to the Washington Post, one nurse said that the contract work in different hospitals has been nonstop COVID. These nurses have been sent to the hospitals where they've run out of supplies, worked without breaks, and witnessed the rapid decline of COVID patients. Before the pandemic, the traveling proved to be one of the more difficult parts of traveling nurse positions, where they were forced to start a new job and adjust to a new environment frequently. Now the troubles of traveling are compounded by the additional physical risk of getting COVID. Yeah, traveling nurses have seen the brunt of the COVID pandemic's timing. There has been a shortage of nurses due to high retirement rates and insufficient enrollment in nursing schools. To make matters worse, in shouldering this burden, traveling nurses are at an elevated risk for burnout. Nurse Julia, I would love to hear some of your comments about this story. <laughs> yeah, definitely. So I think this article makes a really good point. We're at an elevated risk for burnout because burnout is not new. I've said this time and time again that burnout has been a longstanding issue in nursing and healthcare in general. But yes, the pandemic definitely has compounded that. And yes, as someone who went and traveled to help work in New York during the peak of the pandemic, I can vouch and say that, yes, the brunt of the pandemic's timing has made this option of work that much harder. So yeah, it, it's been interesting. Uh, working in New York was um, probably one of the hardest things that I've done. And Kudos to all the nurses out there who, you know, are taking on the new environments and putting themselves at risk, you know, on the behalf of mankind. So, hey, shout out to them. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you, Nurse Julia, for the amazing work that you did during the peak of the pandemic. Incredibly brave. And to all of the brave nurses that are out there during the pandemic, our COVID noise filter hats are tipped to you. Increase in nursing applications due to COVID-19. Throughout the pandemic, nurses have been at the forefront of both the pandemic and its media coverage. According to Ohio's Star Beacon, this increased coverage has piqued interest in the state's nursing programs. That's right. Ohio State University saw a 29% increase in applications to its bachelor's nursing program, Though the program has limited capacity due to available clinical placements, at Kent State University Ashtabula campus, the licensed practical nurse and paramedic programs have doubled their size of cohorts. Interesting. Also, the limited clinical availability and increased restrictions due to COVID-19 have made nursing education more difficult. However, like most schools, much of the coursework was conducted remotely, and some clinical facilities weren't able to allow students at all. 
Some states have taken steps to help out these incoming nursing students work out with these restrictions. The state of California issued a waiver reducing the required number of clinical hours for nursing students, and Wisconsin followed suit. Universities like the University of Washington allowed some nursing students to work at COVID call centers for credit. This influx of nursing students comes at an opportune time, as there is a shortage in the industry due to the pandemic. Absolutely. And I wonder if the pandemic itself also increased the likelihood for people to apply to nursing school. I think so. I I think even prior to the pandemic, nursing was a fairly popular career choice. But I think definitely people who have maybe considered nursing in the past definitely looked at it as an opportunity to maybe explore that option, you know? Absolutely. And in the medical field, we're seeing the same thing. And they're referring to it as the Fauci effect. Do you think oh, that wow. is a, yeah, <laughs> so I would imagine something like that is happening here as well. So definitely welcome to welcome to all the new nurses that are going to be joining. You are joining a beautiful, beautiful field, and we're so yes. happy to have you join us. Just as a reminder that COVID-19 and the human immunodeficiency virus do share the same risk factors. Doc Griggs. Thanks for listening to the Noise Filter Daily Podcast. Dr. Derry and I have a daily show at 4 p.m. Central Standard Time where we go into more detail on stories and answer your questions about COVID-19. You can find Doc Griggs at DocGriggs1 on social media, and you can find me at Dr. Mark Allen Derry or at D-R-D-E-R-Y. You can follow us at Noise Filter on Instagram, Noise Filter NOLA on Twitter, and for more information about us and the show, you can go to NoiseFilterShow.com. Hey, Doc Griggs, any last words? Remember, get checked, get fit, get moving. And remember to get some rest to boost your immune system. And Doc, protect yourself and others by staying home and please wear masks when you go outside. Remember, health is a human right.